It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. From the studios of WATH, this is the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM. Connor Mills the mic. we got a packed house inside the WATH studios today. We have, of course, David Saltzman, who's joined us for the past five or six. I think I've lost count. I can't remember how many Thursdays it's been, but it's always great to have David Saltzman in with us on the Sports Fan. And, of course, Joey Medore joins us on this fourth day of June, 6.06 on the clock and 74 degrees and thunderstorms outside here in southeastern Ohio. It's been a couple rainy days, but... Uh, it's been a couple of good days. It's been a couple of days where we look forward to you know something that is new. We have a new baseball league forming up, a new you know baseball season to look forward to that we'll have on the air. And joining us now, Coach Kyle Lonis. Coach, thanks for joining us here on the Sports Fan. Thank you. And Coach, you know, first let's just start talking about what this league is. You know, what is you know, Athens doing here to play baseball during the summer? Uh, well, we are basically taking the, um, the high school group and seeing which guys wanted to continue to play this summer. Um, most of the varsity team and a, a good portion of the JV team also um, wanted to continue to try to get some games in, some playing time. Um, there were a few guys that are working and things like that, so they had other commitments to um, to that were already on, on board. So, um, But we have a varsity, I guess you'd call it a senior legion team or a varsity team, and Coach Stewart is running with a, a younger group, um, a JV group um, that's mixed with Athens players and some other kids from the area. That's... And we're just trying to get games and, and play teams from whoever else wants to play and can play. You know, it's great that you know Athens is having a baseball season. They're having you know at least baseball here, and it's coming before you know really professional sports. We'll have Athens baseball before we have Cincinnati Reds baseball. Uh, but by time that all this kind of happened, and I, I got a couple you know, questions from Trevor Stevens. Uh, you know he's always on top of things, and mm-hmm. um, you know, we know you were down in Florida when the season got canceled. What was it really uh, like for you when you heard that? You know, high school baseball might not happen this season. Uh, uh, it was a big blow, a, a crush. Um, definitely something that we did not see coming at all. Um, it was that first thought, okay, it's just a few weeks, and then a few weeks more. And, and I don't know when it ever really did fully sink in, um, because my for me, my son is a senior, um, so that that piece was even heavier um but yeah it was as we were in florida coming back it was um very weird um knowing knowing what we were coming back to yeah coach this is david saltzman uh i'm looking at this thanks for coming on really appreciate you Mm -hmm. and i'm looking at the roster and i'm looking at the schedule and i'm thinking this Mm -hmm. is fantastic that there's that these young men get to co- continue to play baseball competitively with a great schedule. Uh, what do you think about we that? Hope. Uh, we're crossing our fingers that it all comes together. Um, each each day there seems to be another hurdle. Um, finding time on our own field um, is is right now it's it's difficult um, just to be able to to use facilities. Um, but we're just each day is. A day closer. I know we our first game is supposed to be on Tuesday and next week. Um, I think the kids are ready to just jump on the field and play. Um, we've tried to hit and throw, but it's, it's they've been off of it for so long now that it's just like they just want to get on the field and and play and be kids. Um, yeah. And and coach, you know, as we get ready for this baseball season, it's been a, a weird past couple months. And of course, there might be you know some restrictions or some requirements uh, from your guys that you know, normally you wouldn't have during a baseball season. So, how what are you right. guys doing you know, in response to the coronavirus pandemic? Well, with the the guidelines that we know um, so far, right, that that have been put out there, um, the the no, the no chewing gum, no um, no sunflower seeds, no handshakes, no high fives. Um, 
no team meetings where we're, we're gathered together. Um, all those things that are normal that you take for granted as part of a baseball game, um, a lot of those things are put to the side. Um, I know that some of the places that we're playing, we are signing waivers saying, you know, this, this facility is not um, being held liable for anything, any kind of damages that might um, happen in the future. So, yeah, a lot of, lot of hurdles, um, but hopefully we can get on the field and play baseball. Hey, Coach, Joey Medor here. Uh, just curious, you guys got a good amount of teams to uh, participate in this league. I was just wondering what kind of the process was in reaching out to other coaches from different schools and, you know, how eager teams kind of were to get back to playing baseball this summer. Yeah. Well, three of our weekends are tournaments. Um, two are in Chillicothe at the VA, and one is at Lancaster at Beaver Field. So it's. I think a lot of it is based on Legion teams that would regularly be playing as these groups. Um, but just not affiliated with legions anymore. Um, so those three weekends, there's that's probably uh, two thirds of our our games. Fifteen, you know, if you if you get five games each weekend, that's fifteen of the games. Um, the other games are um, we got a hold of Warren, um, Coach Newsom connected with Coach Limley and hooked up there. Um, we hopefully we'll get Lancaster um, Alexander on the schedule. They're, they're also trying to get a team together this summer. So I just talked to Coach Bean. Um, so it's really just been a lot of texting. Um, Megs, hey, do you have a phone number? Who did you get a hold of? Let me have that number. I'll try them. And a lot of back and forth and just people working together to try to make it happen. During this season, a regular high school season, how many games are usually scheduled before the playoffs? Um, six, I believe. That's a good question. Varsity, I think, is 20, 24 or 26. Yeah. And it seems like we might possibly, this team, I'm saying we, might possibly mm-hmm. play up to 20 games. Is that somewhere at, somewhat accurate? Yeah, yep. Wow. yep. Um, depending on, on, the, on the weekend tournaments, if you would go, um, some of them are guaranteed, like four-game guarantees or five-game guarantee if you would happen to advance to the championship you might get an extra game in there um and then the other games um during the week as long as the weather holds out and that kind of thing um we should be around right around 20 22 games yeah, and i'm taking a look a at quick I'm, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm taking a look at the schedule right now and i see you know you have i don't see a date yet but i do see that you have steubenville scheduled and troy scheduled uh, do we have any more information about uh, those two teams or those two games? Those are at the Lancaster 4th of July tournament at Beavers Field. Um, both of those teams will be there. I think we, um, I'd have to check my schedule for sure. But, yeah, we play on the July 3rd, 4th, and 5th that weekend. Um, so there's a like a doubleheader. Um, uh, one game on the Friday, two games on Saturday, and one game, well, then possibly one or two games on Sunday. Yeah, but they, they, they will be that weekend at, at Lancaster that we'll be playing them. Uh, so, Coach, you guys uh, had a lot of expectations going into this season. A lot of, uh, it was a senior-heavy team that you guys had, and obviously a lot of those seniors are on the roster for this summer team. I guess my question is, you know, what are you hoping to get out of this for your players in this summer league? Um, for the seniors, a chance to play um, again together. Um, this group, um, Coach Trainer and I have been with them since they were seven-year-olds. Um, so it's you know it's that's a big chunk of their life. Um, so for them just to to get that opportunity to play together and have fun, um, be on a baseball field where they other things can kind of melt away and you can just get on the field and play. Um, the juniors um, that are there, um, giving them the opportunity to, to get an opportunity to play this summer um, and then lead them into in the next school year and hopefully um, continue the success that has been built and has continued to, to build over the past few years. It's a very competitive team. I would say that the last two years are almost historical for Athens baseball. These, this crew and coaching staff have, has done a phenomenal job. Thank you. Thank you. It started um, 
it's it's been a, a continued success from Coach Gibson to Coach Stewart. Um, the players have put in lots and lots of time from Sandlot all the way up, um, and it, it just continues to to build. Um, so, yeah, it's a it's a program that keeps feeding. Um, Sandlot has been wonderful. That that uh, the parents that are involved there, the the way that it it, it just keeps um, reloading year after year. Did the staff have meetings with the the fellas, the players themselves, uh, as a unit or individually, you know, to to deal with the fact that the season was curtailed like this or temporarily postponed in a way? Because now we're picking up, thank God. So what what yeah. was the reaction? How did you all handle it? During the, the spring, it was, um, there was communication, but, um, not a lot of, I think we were all in that situation of, uh, what's going to happen next? Um, how, when do you, when do you get your hopes up? Um, so there was some, between the coaches, communication, I know that Coach Newsom sent out some different workout things to the players, um, so, yeah, it was, it was a lot of, uh, I think just a lot of wait and see, wait and see, wait and see, and um, each time that anything was positive, looking forward, the kids were always, let's go, we're ready to play, we're ready to play, and then there would be another hurdle hit. So. Now, Coach, I know uh, we talked a little bit about you know, what, what is required of the, the, uh, the athletes, the baseball players, and trying to figure out uh, you know how to adhere to the the guidelines, but what does it look like for the fans? Are the, are people going to be able to go to the the games, go to the stadium, or are they going to, I guess, have to listen through the radio? Right. That's a, a really good question. I believe that there are the the social distancing protocols are in place. Um, the, um, as far as not, I've read you know don't be leaning on the fence. Um, don't sit directly behind this area. Um, I think each facility is going to be a little bit different depending on where you're at. I know that two of the locations are stadium type seating, um, the, the VA stadium and the and Beavers Field in, in Lancaster. Um, I think, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think that's one of the big hurdles for the high school fields and the the precautions that they're taking. Um, what do you do about restrooms? Um, how do you make sure that this is staying clean? How do you, yeah, do you have the cleaning supplies to take care of, um, to, to make sure that this is, this is okay. I know when we go to Meg's, we, everyone is signing a waiver, parents, fans, players, alike, anybody that enters the park. Um, so I think that, that's something that's at several different places. You know, Coach, uh, kind of preparing for this league uh, that you're getting ready to start next week, what, what, what would you say like a normal practice kind of goes when you get the guys together right now? Huh. Well, we were just talking about that the other day. It's, it's like they just want to play. Um, they've been taught, you know, they know baseball. It's not like we need to go over the fine points of, of you know, first and third steals and um, bunt coverages. They really, they're really just ready to get on the field. Um, right now it's trying to get them back into baseball shape to throw um that's something that you're that's a hard thing to replicate um with if you don't have somebody to throw with each day or every other every few days even um so you know timing for your swings um we would hit off a tee a couple times we tried to get some tracking just with some live arms but there's not really we haven't had a, a field to hit on um to to do that um but it's really right now it's um, trying to get them throwing as often as possible so that their arms are ready that direction. Um, and then hitting, hitting wise is, is a matter of time. Um, so I think it's going to be an adjustment for everybody because we've all been off for a long time. Coach, can you spend a few minutes talking about some of the fellas and what they bring to the table? Sure. Uh, these, um, really, this whole group um, is, for me, as a, a parent who 
has been with them since we were, like I said, seven, six, seven years old. It's one big family. Um, the parents alike. Um, kids that up up and down through the roster, everybody's they know their their roles, their positions. Um, you know, there's Nate, uh, trainer, shortstop, pitcher. Um, it's going to be middle of the lineup hitter. Um, Reese Wallace has came on strong the last couple of years. Um, um, he's going to pitch. He's playing third base. He'll play shortstop with Nate's pitching. Um, Andrew Stevens, second base. Hopefully his arm is will give us some time on the mound. Um, my son, Reese, will um, play outfield. Um, pitch some. Um, the Aiden Costable and Carson Baker who will catch and um, Aiden will play third and outfield for us. Um, Jack Cornwell, of course, um, left-handed pitcher, um, will play right field or outfield any position that we can put him in. Um, let's see, Jeremy Colburn is another senior who, who just loves, loves loves playing baseball, wants to be around the, the team and around the guys. Um, the Peyton Gale was playing. Um, outfielder, you know, just he'll any ball hit, it's it's safe to say that Peyton's going to run it down. Um, most comfortable person I've ever had in the outfield to feel like hey, the ball's going to be caught. Um, Will Gender is playing third base, first base. Give us time on the mound, also. Cameron Neese, another junior who's who plays first and pitches. Um, Shane McDade, second baseman, shortstop. Play outfield, very versatile, um, good base runner. Um, Levi Parsons is also playing. Um, he's, this is his first year at, at Athens, um, ready to go. He, he's he, he's been hitting, you know, all through the winter, and he was ready to play. And um, we also have Eli Kennedy back. Um, Eli graduated last year, um, went to Wittenberg to play football, had a concussion, and um, said football was off the table, but he's it, baseball is ready to go. So he's back and wants to, you know, get in the saddle again and, and um, throw and hit first base pitch. Um, Preston Hayes is back in, in Athens, and so he's going to be a pitcher also for us. So, yeah, there's it's a a great group of guys that um, they, they just they do enjoy playing baseball. Yeah, well, Coach, we really appreciate you taking the time and uh, really excited for this baseball season coming up because this will be you know, the first live sports uh, that people get to really experience. I mean, there is you know, the NASCAR's mm-hmm. going on, golf's going on, uh, but really you know, it makes an impact when you're able to have you know something live, something local uh, like Athens High School Baseball. So we're excited for it. Uh, I know Joey and I and Troy can't wait to... Uh, go out there and call the games. Hopefully there's a nice spot there for us, but even if we have to put a folding table up somewhere yep. uh, all the way down in center fields, you know, we'll, we'll find a way to get there and, and uh, bring the games to you right here on 970 WATH. Yep. 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 I, I think next week we're on Tuesday. We're supposed to play Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesday at Meg's and Thursday was supposed to be at home, but we've already rescheduled to go there on Thursday. So we're going Tuesday and Thursday at Meg's. Um, so, yeah, I think we're all looking forward to it, just the opportunity to get back on the field and um, and get going. Um, Zones has been great. They've worked with us to get uniforms up and going. So, yep. Well, Coach, really appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time to call in and uh, look forward to, well, first meeting you and and uh, watching you guys mm-hmm. play on Tuesday. Thank you very much, yeah, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Thank we'll you. Take- thanks for guys having me on. Appreciate it. Thank you. We'll take a short break right here on the Sports Fan. On the other side, we'll break down what's going on regionally, locally, and wherever, all in sports. This is 970 WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. 
In today's world, the last thing you need is a broken cell phone. If you've got equipment in need of repair, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair is here to help. Athens Electronic Repair services all brands of electronics, cell phones, tablets, game systems, and more. Plus, during the health crisis, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair offers home pickup and delivery and a contact-free drop-off kiosk outside the store. Don't work from home with a busted computer? Call Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair at 740-590-1677 or visit the shop at 386 Richland Avenue, Athens. Our community is better together. Integrate Athens, the new division of the Athens County Board of Developmental Disabilities, partners with other local organizations, groups, and people to help our community come together. The Integrate Athens team works with schools, civic groups, and communities in Athens County, helping create friends, allies, and neighbor connections. Check out Integrate Athens on Facebook for events and activities that you can be a part of. Athens County Board of Developmental Disabilities, Integrate Athens, helping Athens County become a more inclusive place to live, work, and have fun. A 12-ounce soda, bag of chips, and three candy bars. Uh, beef jerky, some peanuts, and uh, Diet Coke. At Stop and Cop Drive-Thru, we don't necessarily agree with your nutritional choices, but we'll serve you in seconds, any time of day. Before work, during lunch, after the game, or any time. Buzz through Stop and Cop Drive-Thru on Richland Avenue. Home of the coldest beer in Athens. Live and local, the sports fan on 970 WATH. It's the sports fan on 970 WATH presented by JK Contracting. We just got off the phone. It's always great to hear from Kyle Lonis. He's one of the coaches along with Coach Todd Newsom. You know, bring the. Uh, Bulldogs back to the ball fields. So it's an exciting time. Again, live sports returning here in Athens County and around in the surrounding counties. A lot of high school teams, a lot of, it sounded like a lot of Legion teams uh, are forming in this new you know, Southeastern Summer Baseball League. Uh, it's not really like an official league per se, but you know, these guys are passionate about baseball. These guys want to get back out onto the field and at least play one last time with each other and, you know, it, should make for a nice and special uh, cap off to their senior year. I also want to say that WATH Radio 970 is uh, broadcasting these baseball games, and we are looking for advertising to help with the cost of all the travel uh, that the players will take and the radio station. Please feel free to call me, David Saltzman, at 740-707-6118 or 740-593-6651. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really exciting that this has come back for the community just to have, you know, something to get behind. I mean, you know, usually we have the Copperheads throughout the summer that the whole community kind of rally around. That's kind of the Athens team. You know, it's closest to being a professional team besides, like, OU with the college sports. And it's an exciting group. I mean, we kind of forget how good this team was supposed to be this year with all the seniors that they had and, uh, of course, the great run they had last year where they got to play at uh, Bob Wren Stadium. So it's really exciting. Coach uh, Lonis definitely seemed excited. And, uh, I mean, just a story about him growing up with these kids since they were seven years old, and now this is the last summer that they're all going to get to play together. It, uh, I think it's going to be something special for sure. And who knows how far they can go in the tournaments. Joey, I'm looking at this schedule. These are some really high-powered teams they're playing. Mm. Yeah, Steubenville, I know, was one of the teams on the schedule, uh, and we heard that it will be during that uh, Lancaster tournament uh, at Beavers Fields. Uh, so it would be that Friday, the uh, July 3rd, July 4th, and July 5th. I guess it will be a doubleheader, depending on how far in the tournament they will go. Uh, but the 3rd, 4th, and 5th, they're anticipating, you know, a, a game against Steubenville and Troy, uh, two games that are supposed to be some big, big games for them uh, for this season. Uh, and it also, this schedule includes uh, a matchup with Warren. Uh, back in 2019, it was an extra inning district championship uh, for the Athens Bulldogs. So there'll be another rematch for that. Uh, and you know, for the first time since that extra inning game, Athens will have a shot at, at playing Warren again. Yeah, really, to Dave's point. I mean, you look at this schedule, of course, Megs, you have that you know, cross-town rival type of feel. Fisher Catholic, solid team. Warren, Jackson. I mean, there's an exciting slate of games for uh, this summer, so I can't wait to get on and broadcast them. Yeah, I think what's most impressive is how quickly 
you know, Coach Newsom and, and Coach Lonis and others helping out, you know, to bring this season together really worked to bring this season together. It's not an easy thing to contact coaches and take phone calls all day long and try to figure out what the schedule is for people and try to form a new kind of baseball league. You know, it might be some Legion teams here and there that might be a little bit more established, but, you know, Athens really kind of scrambled and uh, scraped up something and, and put it all together, and it seems like it's coming together pretty well to have a 15-game, maybe 20-22-game season uh, as they move forward here. Right, and also, you got to think, I mean, with all this corona stuff going on, uh, having to find all the facilities that will allow you to you know, come in and play baseball and host fans and have to take all, figure out all this precaution. So, you know, credit to everyone involved that was able to put this together, uh, you know, kind of pretty seamlessly. It kind of rose here over the past couple weeks. I have a question for both you gentlemen. These are great announcers, uh, radio people, by the way. What is happening with Major League Baseball? So the last thing that I saw was yesterday, I think it was a report with the ESPN, uh, but it seems like... So first, the owners rejected a 114-game season. Uh, the MLB Players Associated wanted to play 114 games because uh, the more games they play, the more money they're going to make. Uh, it's pretty simple when you put it like that. But with baseball, they're, again, players wanted more games and more uh, of a, a salary. Now with the 50 games, the original base cut, I think, will go down to 30% of the salary of what they were supposed to make for this year. Uh, which, of course, players are not happy with. Uh, but it's really, you know, I, I think a baseball season right now is going to come down to, at the professional level, money. You know, how much money are you, are you going to pay the players? How much money are the owners going to get? Is there uh, fans going to be allowed in the stadiums? Right. Uh, it, it seems to me the owners are really keen on playing a shorter amount of games and still ending at the end of September like a normal season and then following into the postseason to where you don't have them playing baseball into November, December. They just scheme the one because the players, I mean, some were even open to playing double headers, you know, every day for all of July just to get all their games in so they could get paid the most amount of possible. It really seems like the owners are more uh, playing less games, just kind of cutting this regular season down to about a quarter of the size it would normally be and just... Um, just, you know, having the postseason kind of on schedule. And did they cancel minor league baseball for the entire season, or is that coming up, back? I mean, I know a lot of guys have been cut due to, you know, just mm -hmm. not the money coming in. Uh, I don't know how many well, teams can even field a minor league minor yeah. league team right now. So Major League Baseball, you know, has been trying to condense you know, minor league baseball, and they had to cut, I don't know how many teams, and we can get that, the actual information for you sometime tomorrow about this, uh, but minor league baseball was cut. At the beginning of the year, minor league baseball pushed back. They said, no, we don't want any cuts, and we can, we'd be fine. But since the coronavirus pandemic happened, uh, then you know, budgets got tight. Ballparks that weren't really doing well, or maybe ballparks that needed a little bit more of an upkeep, you know, it, it was tough for them. So they, a lot of minor league teams uh, have been cut or have not now not been affiliated with a professional team. So minor league baseball got shrunk. The season is still, and I think that if we have professional baseball back, I think there will be some kind of minor league baseball too, uh, but it's not going to be as big as it once was because there were those cuts in minor league baseball. Uh, I just don't have the number for you there, but there were... I want. I don't know. I don't a lot of a lot of like small season a single of, A teams yeah. and rookie leagues and golf like teams like that were starting to get cut pretty often. I wouldn't be surprised if the MLB, uh, you know, expands the 40-man roster throughout the whole season just so you can get those guys that aren't going to get their minor league reps. They can get them at the major league level. Of course, will be limited. But well, here's the thing: they even did away with the 40-man roster. They don't have. They used to have the 40-man roster, and you can call up people back in September. Yeah. yeah. That it's no longer a 40-man roster to call up. Yeah, I believe it goes to 28 now yeah. under the new rule, because not 40. The 25-man roster, and this is something that we would have been talking about all year long right. had well, we had a baseball season. Right, well, one change was they already made it 26 men before they, you could add one more player, and then instead of 40 in September, it got cut to like 28 or something. Right, and one of the bigger changes was going to be pitching when it was, uh, you know, if you bring in a relief pitcher, they have to pitch to three people. They have to pitch to three batters or until the end of the inning. Uh, but you couldn't just go and have the left-handed only reliever anymore. You would have to pitch to three different batters. 
and then or at the end of the inning, and then you can make that pitching change. So they basically did away with the lefty only specialties. Right. Yep. And uh, that would have been something else that would have been interesting to see. Does that reduce you know the uh, the longevity of the baseball season or do, of the baseball game? Does it cut down on the three hours and make it two hours and thirty minutes or whatever it is? Right. And Connor, me and you talked about this. I mean, what happens to the Astros now? Yeah, I'm, I still say the Astros. Pandemic. All right. Forget about 2020. Astros might get. Uh, they might see a little bit more of a high velocity pitch inside uh, more often in 2021 uh, than they are going to see in the shortened season this year. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Well, they play 50 games, and you know, a, a mediocre team gets really hot, and all of a sudden, you know, it's looking they're going to make a playoff run. Well, yeah, I mean, stuff like that could happen. And even not even just baseball, but when we're looking at the NHL, when we're looking at you know uh, the NBA, a couple of teams have now been eliminated from uh, the National Basketball League. Yeah, the the, uh, the uh, NBA National Basketball Association. You, know, you have 13 teams now in the Western Conference that makes the postseason, and eight teams in the Eastern Conference. And there's all play-ins. There's different things, but they finally have finalized what their postseason will be. What's the story with the Nets? Are they in that picture? Because I haven't uh, read in. I haven't looked this up the last few days. So I'll tell you in the Eastern Conference, uh, one through nine, right? Milwaukee Bucks are the one seed in the Eastern Conference. Two, Toronto Raptors. Three, Boston Celtics. Four, Miami Heat. Five, Indiana Pacers. Six, Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, seven, Brooklyn Nets. Eight, Orlando Magic. And nine, Washington Wizards. Uh, but the Brooklyn Nets do sneak in there at seven uh, in the Eastern Conference. Well, I mentioned that because what if Kevin Durant returns? We're... We might be jump, you know, talking about different sure. topics, but if he returns oh, for the man. Brooklyn Nets, and all of a sudden they're title contenders, just like that. Right. Well, it, it, plus Kyrie Irving. Right. He's he's injured up. too. Yeah. yeah. You might have a couple of star players come back. Now you have some time off. Hopefully you're in shape, getting ready to play, and then uh, able to perform at the level that they're used to performing at. Uh, but since I mentioned the East, I'll, I'll quickly throw out the West here, too. Uh, this is from 1 through 13. Los Angeles Lakers, L.A. Clippers, Denver Nuggets, Utah Jazz, Oklahoma City Thunder, Houston Rockets, Dallas Mavericks, Memphis Grizzlies, uh, Nines at Portland Trailblazers, 10 New Orleans Pelicans, uh, 11 Sacramento Kings, 12 San Antonio Spurs, and 13 the Phoenix Suns right. uh, make their way into the postseason. And those are the 22 teams that are now... Uh, going to advance into the NBA postseason as they will jump right in. Right, and to be clear, those aren't seedings right uh, right now, correct? They still have some play-in games to yes. play before they start the playoffs. Right, so the official word from the Associated Press, uh, as it states, the NBA's Board of Governors has approved a 22-team format for restarting the league season in late July at the Disney campus near Orlando, Florida. The format calls for each team playing eight games to determine playoff seeding, plus the possible utilization of a play-in tournament for the final spot in the Eastern Conference and Western Conference postseason fields. The National Basketball Players Association has a call on Friday to approve the plan as well. The final step as the league tries to reach, uh, tries to finish a season stopped short uh, by the pandemic. So there will be uh, th those. The I guess the one through nine was the uh, season ended. That's what they were uh, ranked before the pandemic uh, caused the season to stop back on March 11th. Uh, and now they will, I guess, play for some seeding towards the end of the season and maybe even a couple play-in tournaments until they get into the postseason. I would think that a lot of financial advisors, agents, and management really are crunching numbers <laughs> to make this happen because... Finance really pay, plays a huge factor in this. Yeah, for sure. Um, and plus, you, you have a lot of players in the NBA that have been uh, openly vocal about getting back to playing. It's a little bit. Baseball's been the one league where uh, there's been a, a lot of pushback coming from the players when it comes to returning to playing. Probably has something to do with they never started their regular season to begin with, whereas basketball had, I believe, less than 20 games left to play. Yeah, basketball, NHL, both eager to get back. I mean, it's different that you have a season, right? You're in the midst of your season. You're nearing the postseason. Yeah, you can almost taste it, right? You can almost get there, and then you get stopped short because of the pandemic. And, of course, everything got shut down because of the pandemic. But now, you know, you kind of have that feel. You, you want to restart the season and finish what you started. 
It's different for baseball because you just had spring training games. You know, teams aren't really in front of their fans yet. Uh, you know, and plus, you know, baseball has a, a little bit of a stronger players' union. They have been unified. They, you know, speak out against the owners, and they want as most the, the most money that they can get. Um, which, if, if you're an employee, uh, of course you want to get paid the most that you can get. And it's a shame that we're talking about sports and money because sports have been always a, a source of distraction, a source of you know uh, excitement or entertainment. Um, and it's disappointing when you don't get to see that. But still, you know, baseball's a business. And right now the business of baseball is, you know, owners don't want to pay the players all that much. The players want to get their salaries as close to uh, as what they can, which is why they propose that 114-game season with multiple doubleheaders. Because the more games they play, the more money they make. Uh, with the 50-game season, now we're not even talking about an 82-game season. Now the owners want to go down to a 50-game season, play less games, and go into the, the playoffs from there. But any baseball, any baseball, I, I enjoy watching. But that's just what the, uh, the baseball season is right now. And we'll go to the phone lines as we do have a caller on the line. Caller, you're on the sports fan. Yo, what's going on, Connor? Hey, how you doing? Uh, doing well. Just wanted to say... Uh, I've just tuned into the show, but what are your thoughts about the new NBA format? I know Portland wasn't too excited about joining it. They were the only no vote, but uh, what are your thoughts on it, man? Well, I mean, we were just talking about the NBA playoffs before you tuned in, uh, but still, I mean, it's exciting to see it. It's a playoff, a uh, couple play-in games, maybe play-in tournament. A, uh, you know, they approved it. It's Players Association now has to approve it, uh, and they'll you know, play a couple games to fight for seeding. But, again, it's exciting because it's another step forward to bring back live sports. Certainly, and how do you feel that the NBA got something done before the MLB does when, really, we're almost in primetime MLB season? I would say the NBA Players Association is very powerful, very close to uh, the players. Players, it's not negative, are dictating a lot of decisions here through their agents and I'm sure they, they're close, and they've been in contact uh, constantly. And and again, I mean, the point that we were making and Joey was making earlier is that you know this this baseball season didn't really get started. With the NBA, you might have had you know 20, 22 games remaining until you hit the postseason. It's a different feel when you're that close to the postseason rather than you know 162 games away from the end of your season. It, it's a different. You know, you're in the middle of it. You know, you want to finish it. With baseball, didn't really get. You, you might have started it. You, I mean, you had spring training, but spring training is a, a totally different feel than it is uh, when, when you're talking about you know, the regular season. All right, awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you for calling in. We really appreciate you. And of course, that is Brad Walker calling in. Uh, I, I'd love like a, a caller ID thing. I, I think we have it here. It's underneath one of the papers. Uh, <laughs> But always enjoyed uh, talking to Brad, and he does some stuff for the radio station. Did a nice job uh, calling high school basketball games before they got uh, canceled and, and postponed. He was the voice uh, federal hawking as they were making their way through over on Power 105. Um, and he always had the game of the week. Does a, a really nice job uh, calling those games, too. And, you know, it is with the NBA trying to come back. That really is one of the big stories of the day. Now, in talking about the NBA, and you had a schedule in front of you here, Connor, is the season might go to October, um, or am I mistaken? And then you mentioned the NBA Combine. Where does that stand? So right now, as it stands, and this was a report from uh, ESPN, so this is the target NBA schedule uh, consisting of you know the 2019-2020 season to the 2020-21 season. Training camp for the NBA 2020-2019-2020 uh, uh, season will start July 9th and last through the 11th. The 2019-2020 season will resume on July 31st and last until October 12th. The draft lottery will begin on uh, August 25th. The NBA draft will happen three days after the season concludes on October 15th. Free agency starts three days after that on October 18th. The 2020-2021 uh, training camp starts November 10th, 
And then the 2020-2021 season will start on December 1st if everything goes to plan. For the business of professional basketball, that really puts things topsy-turvy. That's why you saw so many players that declared for the NBA draft where you could pull out if you don't sign with an agent uh, and lose your eligibility. We're talking no NBA Summer League. We're talking no combine and, and official tryouts and workouts, which really affects the student-athlete. They're going to have to make some serious decisions if they want to make that jump. And if you're looking at the uh, talking about when the playoffs end, college students are already on campus in August. So it really uh, shook a lot of people up. Well, we'll break that down right in a moment. We've got to take another break on the sportsman on the other side. We'll talk a little bit about the NCAA as they try to figure out uh, going into the NBA as they try to have the NBA draft withdrawals, dates to school. We'll talk about it. This is the Sportsman on 970 97.1 FM WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. At Siemens Grocery, where you can do a week's shopping in 15 minutes. Get you in, get you out. That's why Siemens pays attention to how they organize their products. Everything you need for that weekend cookout or that quick dinner is close at hand. Siemens may not be the size of those big box stores, but that's a virtue. You won't be walking around searching for your groceries. Go in, find what you need, and get back to the grill while the fire's hot. Siemens Grocery, 305 West Union Street, Athens. You hear that word a lot in commercials, but there's one business in town whose quality and prices are unsurpassed. I'm talking about Minuteman Press on Washington Street right next door to the Donkey Cafe, uptown. You see, Minuteman Press is a hybrid. First, it's a full-service sheet bed press where they can create great art to meet your needs that the other places are simply unable to do. And they're also a complete copy shop as well. Minuteman Press on Washington between Court and Congress, 593-7393. That's 593-7393. In times of economic uncertainty and chaos, your money means nothing. You may not even be able to get it from your bank or ATM. And the money you do have in the stock market will go down and down. What you can bank on is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been a reliable and trusted form of currency for thousands of years. Gold and silver have never been worth zero, and typically gold holds its value during economic turmoil. Call the gold hotline now and learn how to protect your money and your assets with gold and silver. And learn how to set up a new IRA or roll over your current one into a gold-backed IRA. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-281-4224. 800-281-4224. 800-281-4224. That's 800-281-4224. You're listening to 970 WATH and the Sports Fan. Back on the Sportsman, Mills on the mic, along with Dave Saltzman, the NBA agent, and, of course, Joey Medor taking you all the way up until the 7 o'clock hour, and then CBS will hit. Uh, we got Columbus Blue Jacket Rewind coming your way at 7 o'clock today, and then tomorrow, uh, Cincinnati Reds. There'll be another rewind for that. And then Ohio State Football, we pushed that back last week to around 3 o'clock because of the Athens graduation, which was a, a great event, great turnout. Uh, but the uh, OSU football game, the rewind for that, will be back at 12 o'clock uh, this Saturday. And then Athens baseball coming your way on Tuesday. So it'll be a, an exciting time, exciting time for to get some live sports back. And we will have Athens baseball right here on 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. And then if there is a conflict, let's say the NHL comes back or the uh, NBA, uh, even though we don't have an NBA affiliate, but if there's another live sport that we can air on the station, we might get kicked over to our sister station, WXDQ. But for now, we're right here on 970. Uh, and before we went into the break, we were talking about uh, you know NCAA athletes, if they're declaring for the draft, 
You know, do you get an agent? With, I mean, this, the whole timing is off. And the report from the Associated Press says the NCAA has set a new schedule for early entrance to the NBA draft to withdraw and return to school. Players will now have until 10 days after the NBA scouting combine or August 3rd, whichever comes earlier. The original June 3rd deadline was set to come 10 days after the completion of the combine, but the NBA postponed the combine amid the coronavirus pandemic and has yet to announce a new date. Of course, you know somebody who has a lot of knowledge about the NBA, uh, David Saltzman, uh, what are you thinking about this? I just hope the NCAA could adhere to the uh, student-athletes and be creative and, you know, not so rigid. So let's hope this works for them. And hopefully it works and, and people are able to, you know, do do what's best for the student-athlete. Because yeah, it's a tough time for everyone right now. They, they have to figure out, you know, a lot of people are, all right, do we go and, and declare for the draft and then back out? Do we... You know, continue our athletic or, or student athlete career at whatever university they're at. Uh, it is a difficult decision, and it's a big life decision for a lot of these people to, a lot of these athletes to to make at this point. I think what's interesting, taking a, you know, on the same topic, maybe uh, a side view, is how many college basketball players were in the transfer portal. So mm. what happens there? Because I think the number was 850. Yeah. And uh, there might be a top 20 list, but then you have another 500 players thinking, okay, right. where do I go now? What are the timing? What's the dates? Because coach, And coaches can't even be out recruiting. Well, that's a different topic. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be an, it's an interesting landscape, college basketball right now. I mean, I want to ask you guys, what do you think about these top prospects that are, you know, going to the G League rather than playing for a college team? I guess everyone would have their opinion on that, uh, different opinions. You know, in, in many ways, I think it's, it's great for a player that is going to make that money because the specialized G League is offering a, a much higher salary than... Uh, the typical G League salary, so for the for the player, so th that that is good for. Again, it's up to the student athlete. Let's hope, and they don't become student athletes anymore. They become professional ball players within the G League parameter, and hopefully, they're getting great advice from professionals. And you talked about so in that transfer portal, was that just uh, basketball players, or was that uh, a mix of? You know, all athletes looking to transfer to a different school. Well, I know that's the number for uh, basketball, so I couldn't answer and, what's going on with football right now. And, and that's a big no 800 plus student athletes looking to transfer, and you know, of course, some might have uh, the waiver to, to play immediately, but it, it, to my knowledge, in the NCAA, it's men's basketball and football that you cannot just transfer and play immediately. Is that... Uh, to my understanding, that's that's what the rule is, unless the NCAA changed it. Unless there's a waiver, but I look at it in term, what a headache for college coaches. <laughs> Recruiting is brutal. It's a major part of the business, and you're spending years getting the player to uh, a tenure school, and bam, here comes the transfer portal, and a lot of players transferring. What do you think leads to the transfer of, of the college athletes, though? Is it just the school is not a right fit, or what? What could happen? Uh, I mean, I think playing time obviously comes a lot into it, especially when you look at a sport like football. You have these ninety guys all battling for twenty-two spots, and if you just think you deserve to play, and you're not playing at the place you are, and now you can go somewhere else and play the very next year and have all your eligibility still, you're going to do it, and it's an option. And it, you know the NCA kind of opened up the floodgates when they, you know, when they opened up that you can get waivers to play the very next season. And I think that's why you're seeing a lot of that. I mean, how about Tua's little brother transferring to Maryland from Alabama? Who would think that you'd ever want to transfer for playing for Nick Saban, right? To go to Maryland, of all places, uh, a school where they're not known for football. You know what I mean? So it's just, I think it's a lot to do with playtime and, uh, you know, connections. Like Loxley, Maryland's head coach, is down in Alabama. He leaves, goes to Maryland. And now all of a sudden, Tua's little brother, uh, to, uh, what is his name on top of it? It's like Tulea or something? It's uh, it, close. It begins, I, I know it begins with a T. I, I can't tell you what the first name, but I know 
uh, obviously you know, to his brother. But anyway, you know, you get this coach that was at your school, and maybe you really liked him when you came on your visit. Now he leaves. He's the head guy somewhere else. You're like, huh, I really like what that coach was about. I'm going to go transfer and play for him, and I can do it all next year. And I'll ask this, and maybe this is more, Dave, for you, uh, but with this whole changing and pushing for, I think, in 2021, uh, the allowance for the name, image, and likeness of you know, student athletes to, to profit off of that from a third party, do you? How do you think the transfer portal will look? Is that going to be, you know, inflated because a lot of people are going to look for other opportunities to, to get paid, or do you think you know, people are going to stay and look to have you know, endorsements where they're at now? Or is that just a tough question? You have to wait to see. I'm just have a big smile on my face. I feel that's a <laughs> tough question. We'll wait to see what happens. One thing I want to say is that. Basketball and football collegiately into the pros is two different, uh, way two different sports. I could see a, a college player might transfer, but sometimes that's a multi, multi-million dollar decision. Uh, you want to go to a place that you could really showcase your talents. Sometimes in basketball, it's just a lot different. Uh, always... I think coaches have to be politically correct in the basketball world, but when you see the whole basketball climate where a player goes to two or three different high schools, plays for two or three or four different AAU teams uh, in the course of their high school career, and the number of players who transfer and end up playing in the NBA, we could look that up. You can Google it statistically. It's not very high. So those are two different sports completely when it comes to the transfer portal, in my opinion. I don't know everything. I don't even like being, you know, you're directing some great questions to me. But, boy, there's evidence statistically to that. That's a great point for sure. I mean, it's, it's not like down here at a lot of places when it comes to high school where when you're five years old, you know what high school you're going to. I mean, these kids... They go to one private school. They don't really like to coach. They wouldn't play as much as they want to, so they change her to another private school, and then you know something happens at that school, and they got to go to another one. And it's just a lot of kids are bouncing around a lot more than uh, than they used to, for sure. And then it kind of carries over into their college career. Yeah, so it would be definitely a, a different landscape to look at for college. You know, 2021 name, image, and likeness transfer portal is already up 800 plus, uh, but we'll see what. What happens when, when that factors into everything? Difficult decisions to make. Name, image, image, and likeness has been something that people have been battling for a long time. Uh, I only met with Dave Ritpath maybe a few times. I really respected uh, where he comes from. And, and one time, probably one of my favorite sports moments, he brought Sonny Vaccaro into Athens, and it ended up just being us having dinner and... Uh, it was phenomenal. What's, what Sonny has done is really 25 years ahead. Uh, what he started 25, 30 years ago is way ahead of uh, the curve, and now it's, it's coming f- from fruitation. Personally, if anyone here is going to do lawn work for me, we're going to pay them. <laughs> so that's the same way when it comes to sports, in my professional opinion. My opinion. Well, that's a good opinion to have, and always good to have you on the program, Dave. Uh, maybe expand past Thursdays. Who knows? But always enjoy having you on the program. Uh, big thanks to the callers. Big thanks to Kyle Lonis calling into the program. Big thanks to Brad to call it in. All the callers in. Can't do it without you. I'm Connor Mills signing off for Joe Medor, David Saltzman. This has been the Sports Fan. Year of service to Southeast Ohio. AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-M.